Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're tonight's entertainment. Take me to the volcano! It's really called this. You have to ask for the vinegar with the mother in it. Oh, come on. Quit I need, no. Seriously. Maybe Bed Bath & Beyond. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. But uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Radio show episode number 132. Talking New York Sports Nights. Nice. No big deal. No big whoop. Talking New York Sports Night, but we're live tonight at Blue Haven in New York City. Our sponsor bar. We're here live. We're doing it again with the live and the thing and the now. It's here. We're here. Lots of great people are joining us. 108 West Houston Street on the corner of Thompson. And uh, we are live for the Ready to Unload radio program slash podcast. No big deal. Beverages by Hoffman. Mazda's by Stripe. I'm doing Pete Franklin already. I have, a, uh, I have uh, my co-host. He's here. It has been a ridiculous week for Brian Calneva. Calpino Caliente. Last we heard from him, we were, doing, we were doing our fantasy baseball draft last Friday night, Friday the 8th. Right, we had the fantasy baseball draft. He drove me home from Babylon. We get home, two o'clock in the morning. It was late, right? Four o'clock in the morning. Ooh, my side. He's got pains. He's got all sorts of things. The gallbladder, guys. The gallbladder, Cal. You are here minus an organ. This is your first show minus the organ. How are you? I'm, I'm well, considering. Yes, they they took it out laparoscopically. Is that correct? That's correct. So you have four holes. Thank you. you four holes in your stomach. I got four holes in my stomach. That's I, right. I envisioned a, uh, a sort of moment we could have like in Jaws where we compared scars. <laughs> and I would have a really gruesome one. And Jay Linder, who's sitting in with us, would have a really gruesome one. And then you would think twice about showing your gallbladder scars. Mine is, is the least impressive of anything. Believe me. How are you, man? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I wish I was there with you. Everything looks great as always. It's exciting. I, yeah. There's two the two out of the last 3 I've missed. That's correct. I don't know what's going on. Correct. When we There's, do every month, Jay, and it's like ready to unload with and Sam Pete. Right. With that guy on FaceTime. Uh, buddy, I'm so good. hang out for as long as you can. I feel like Johnny Carson on vacation. <laughs> Exactly. And Jay Linder does bear a striking resemblance to Joan Rivers. Just do a rotating guest list. 
if Joan Rivers and G. Bishop had a love child, <laughs> to rehab, and that love child got out of rehab and got run over by a bus, that would be me. That would be you. It would be extraordinarily Jewish. Yes. And very funny and irreverent, I might add. And I have a gallbladder. That's right. Uh, Cal, let me go around the room because we have a lot of guys here. Once again, we're live from Blue Haven, www.bluehavennyc.com. For details, uh, we've been hanging out for a while. We have some great people. But you know who's here, Cal? No, I don't. I'm I'm not there. Jay Mafali of the Yaya. Oh, Jay Mafali. Cal! Cal! Cal, your name's on the poster and everything, but you're not here. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Jay. Uh, you know what? As long as I can hear your mellifluous voice. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's mellifluous, all right. <laughs> that's you know that's what matters. That that and the fact that you're healthy. That those two things matter. Have you been cleared by your doctor? Are you cleared to do no. this podcast? Oh no, it's unauthorized. Right. So you, did you get a cortisone shot? Anything? Did you did you have Herm Edwards? <laughs> did Herm Edwards give read the official injury report for you tonight? He got a got yeah. a gallbladder. Okay. Listen, you need the gallbladder, okay? And he got one, and he don't got it no more, okay? So he's gonna be he's gonna be day to day, okay? Cal, there's a couple of shorts on the soundboard, so they can work as a defibrillator. So I've learned accidentally. Oh, perfect. Uh, so if you were here and something were to happen, I'm pretty sure I could help. Exactly. Even though you're not a doctor. No, but I I do look like somebody who played one on TV. Look. <laughs> <laughs> He's always bared a striking resemblance to Hawkeye Pierce, so that's not a problem. He's even got the little hat on, too. I do have the hat. You said hat on, right? <laughs> you said hat on. That's right. You said, I, I'm pretty sure I said hat on there, didn't I? The huge hat on? I've got a very large hat on. He's wearing a huge hat. I'm pretty sure I had the hat on. I said hat on, that's right? right. Uh, Cal, it's so good. To, and also, as I mentioned, Jay Linder joining us, sitting in, not co-hosting. We won't call it that. Why not? Because you're here. I'm not there. Not physically. <laughs> not physically. Listen, Tom York. Okay, you're here enough. All right? Don't worry about it. Linda is going to play the part of PJ tonight. We're going to know PJ. So, where is the Notorious? The Notorious P-I-G... No, that's not it. That doesn't work for him at all. <laughs> the Bishop Pop Culture PJ's wife's birthday is today. Yeah? It's the birthday. I'm so. yelling. I feel like I'm yelling. Hallelujah. The Bishop Pop Culture DJ. You always know him because he plays that obnoxious Jeff Buckley clip every the time. He's the Bishop. How did you see the, the great The gray smoke is blown out of the chimney. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not white, not black. It's gray smoke. When the Bishop, how are you? What are you? What are you doing? He's playing himself in. You want to laugh? He can't go on. It's his wife's birthday. He literally, I think, is doing this on his iPhone under the table. And he just, he just played that clip just to do that. That's a pretty bold move to make at the Outback Steakhouse. If I don't know that is. You can get kicked out of the Outback for that. Uh, we got a great show. We're going to talk about New York sports. We're going to talk about fantasy baseball. We're going to talk about uh, regular baseball, <laughs> real and imagined. Uh, we're, we're going to talk NCAA tournament a little bit. Uh, the big unload actually tonight is, has the NCAA tournament jumped the shark, guys? If you're 35-plus, okay, has it jumped the shark? I've had enough. It's Fonzie. Fonzie. All right? It's Pinky Tuscadero. It's Leather Tuscadero. It's both of them. It's over. It's the Malachi Brothers. It is the Malachi Brothers. Is that the Malachi Crunch? You know what, Howie, our buddy Howie is here. Howie, good to see you. Is that your first live one, buddy? First time, long time. First time, long time. That's right. Um, but Howie brings up a great point. Cal, can you remember the actor who played the Malachi Brothers? 
Oh, geez, no, I can't. You know for a fact that these guys were like Shakespearean trained, like they had just done seven months in Maine doing. It wasn't, it wasn't Eddie Mecca, right? It wasn't Eddie Mecca. No, that's Carmine. Is that isn't that Carmine uh, Ragusa? Isn't that the it big? Was, yes, yes. Eddie Mecca. Speaking of fantasy baseball team names, that's a pretty good one. Eddie and the Meccas. Uh, no, but those you know those actors were like. Completely classically trained Shakespearean guys. Some like, of stock. Yeah, you guys are going to be playing the Malachi brothers. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Fonzie is going to be water skiing, you see. And uh, you're going to have this thing called the Malachi Crunch. It's really, really cool. <laughs> what, is, uh, what is our intention? <laughs> so when we do the Malachi Crunch, like, are we, do we really want to crush him? What's or? our motivation to crush him? I'm having a problem with my motivation. Is he my brother for real? I don't know. I love the Malachis. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, fantasy sports. We're going to talk about the NCAA draft, uh, or uh, the NCAA March Madness, as it were. Fantasy baseball draft, that sort of thing. And uh, there's a lot of people here. We're going to have people jump on the mic. Cal, Scott's here. My brother's here. What? This <laughs> yes, it's shocking. I know. This is pod- Oh, man. Up to, actually. I feel shocked. couldn't believe I actually found the place. And- <laughs> We are getting the band back together. Scott is, uh, my brother is great. He refuses to talk about inferior sports. So (laughs) if if we talk hockey, that's fine. But everything else pales in comparison. He is a sports elitist. He's a wannabe Canadian. Absolutely a snob. I think we'd all be snobs if we we had the choice. (laughs) (laughs) Cal, Jess is here too. You remember Jess was on the show a couple? Sure. Hey, Jess. Jess did a job with the uh, the RG3 uh, Andrew Luck conversation. I think we all know who won that one. No one. And uh, we have another guy here, uh, Cal, um, our buddy Lee. Now, I brought up Lee on the show before for two reasons. One, he did the Ice Pirates reference. Right. Yeah, he referenced Ice Pirates, and he's 10 years younger than us, so that shouldn't happen. And two, and B, He's the one who, with the fugitive, uh, the fugitive quote, the great fugitive quote. So we're sitting around the office. We're all quoting the fugitive, right? So we're doing all the famous quotes. You know, Cowie's doing, put that gun down. You know, Tommy Lee. I didn't do it. I don't care. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. And Lee gives this, this gem. He's in Chicago. He's in Chicago. We all, we all stand there. I'm sorry. What, what, Lee? <laughs> he's in Chicago. Wow, that that impression is spot on. And he's like, and he he does the classic, you know, in the movie when the guy they're trying to find him and they play the tape back and they hear the conductor. You guys know, right? That's like not even like that's like deeper than he quote. That's like fugitive. That's like that's like, the, like deep yeah deep track. There's an nope. there's an X, there's an XM station for that, right? I, mean, I will give him this though. <laughs> Guys, when we quote the fugitive in the office, that's the quote now. We all know we're talking about the fugitive. We do, and, and he's going to do Bane for us later, Cal. Kill oh, good. From, from uh, Batman. Great. For you. We just keep doing that. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. Cal, it's been, we've had a weird march. This is a right. weird march. I was in Texas. We were off. You're having organs removed. All kinds of fits and starts this month. Exactly. Let me ask you, where are you sports-wise? What does it do to a guy to be in a hospital for a week 
and have me sending you tweets about Revis. Like, and you're like, dude, I'm fighting an infection here. You know, that's <laughs> ass about the Tampa Bay Bucks. But keep sending it. Like, how, how was that? It's such, a, it's such a strange month anyway. March is always a strange sports month. It's a bridge. But, but even more so now. You had the World Baseball Classic. Which I don't. Was, 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 anybody really in, was anybody into that? Any can, you pull, can you pull the room? Not baseball fans here. I mean, Howie is and Joey is. Yeah. You know, David, <laughs> Lee just said David Wright. It was a lot like his fugitive quote. It was, it was in Chicago. Good job. <laughs> he has an M.O. I'll give him that. Um, yeah, no, you had the World Baseball Classic. Everybody hates that. You're a Yankee fan. Linder's a Yankee fan. I'll say it. I feel like I'm outing him. Like, Linder's a Yankee fan. I'm a recovering Orioles fan. There's a difference. Oh, that's true. That's right. And, and, you know, Angelus, by the way, Angelus has got to give it up and let the Ravens have their have their, okay have their due. Yeah, you know what I mean? What's up with that? What's the story there? He's a plaintiff's lawyer. What do you want? <laughs> you know how those lawyers are. Filthy. No, what? I don't... What? There's a room full of them. Um, no, but uh, honestly, no, no one watched it. No, no one saw it. No the one. WBC. Nobody, yeah, no, nobody no, watched no. it. Cal, did you watch it? You know, I, I'll tell you when when all of the Captain America stuff. <laughs> well, listen, I'm in the hospital and all I'm hearing about is Captain America, so I'm excited to go watch David Wright. And I get out on the Thursday when they're going to play the Dominican Republic. I'm like, oh, this is great, you know. I got, I'm I'm convalescing. I guess I'll put the WBC in. I'll, I'll see what Captain America's up to. And five minutes before the first pitch, oh. there's, there's an announcement that there's a lineup change. <laughs> I'm like, nah, could, couldn't be. I mean, there's there's 18 guys. Yeah. Couldn't be the one that I'm tuning in to watch. <laughs> be the one guy. The one. Right. What are the odds? Did you enjoy watching Jose Reyes in that game? Well, I turned it off as soon as I found out he wasn't playing. The, the WBC sort of hit home for both New York teams because Mark Teixeira gets hurt, uh, you know, swinging off a tee, and David Wright pulls a muscle in his ribcage and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and so New York fans who are skeptical at best of the WBC to begin with are now like, I can't believe this. It's the stupidest tournament. Our guys are hurt all over the place. But they're... Their ridiculous stereotypical voices aside, solid <laughs> points. Don't you think the WBC should be held in November? Why is it in March? Why, why, why? I want to know why. They won't. They won't hold it in November because of football. Who cares? Oh, I mean, the people that are going to watch the WBC—that's I mean, a week tournament. That doesn't really have legs. I mean, there's no reason why they couldn't do that in November. In between, well, actually, with. The, the idea that the NFL has games virtually every night, maybe it is a bigger problem. Yeah, but, now. But there's no reason why they could. I mean, in fact, back in the day when teams would barnstorm Japan, that it was always after the regular season. Exactly. It was always after mm-hmm. when these guys are still in shape. The main thing for me, and it's always this way when professionals are playing in an exhibition, whether it's the Olympics, whether it's the WBC, whatever it is, is that put it at the most convenient time for them to be in season. You know, that's why the NHL uh, allows their players to play in the Olympics and stuff. It's in the middle of the season. Right, but it's still in the middle of the season. Guys are in shape. It's not during training camp. And especially with baseball, that's the, you know, I don't want David Wright. Playing. I don't. I don't want my guy, my $140 million guy, playing in the WBC in March when he's been taking swings for three weeks in anger. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just do it at the end of the year. It's it's only once every three years. You know, I, I just, I, I don't get that mentality. No, I agree. You know, I, look, nobody watched the WBC. We have March Madness. We're going to talk about that in a bit. But let's get to the big unload. Should we play? Let's play the, let's play this. Next episode of Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete is sponsored by Blue Haven NYC in Greenwich Village, New York City's sports bar for grown-ups. Go to www.bluehavennyc.com for details. And we're sitting here nice. I mean, that's the nice part. I always love playing that little promo, but we're sitting here nice. Special thanks to uh, Dearman and Megan and Rory, uh, the, the folks here at Blue Haven. Joey, for, for uh, he's here. He's going to talk. Wow. The language. Language. You want to be the first guy to wear blue on this podcast? Not Gordon? Someone tell Joey this is a sports bar for grown-ups, yeah, and that language tell, is not appreciated. Tell Joey it's a sports bar for grown-ups, okay? Not for potty mouth. Or if they need 1,000 PO, and then there's, all right, just hope that Joey will buy up that Modern. gift. Somebody's got a complex. Anyway, I'd like to thank my boss, Joey. Harassment. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Joey actually uh, is uh, good friends with the owners here at Blue Haven, hooked us up, uh, hooked ready to load up. So, again, special thanks to us, Danielle, which is fantastic, helping us out. So, Huge thanks. So, let's do the big on load, Cal. Let's do it. Party. This is not your point. And then it goes wow. <laughs> Smooth. Very subtle. That engineering Smooth. is paying off, buddy. That was good. Where'd you go, to Five Town? Why, why am I even here? <laughs> At Five Towns College, you could learn how to run a studio and a board. Of course, alluding to Five Towns, right? That's straight out of, like, the Connecticut School of Broadcasting right there. That was, that was quality. Mixmaster Mike over here. That was nice. Five Towns College was an elementary school. Right. <laughs> That they converted into a music school. That's right. Five Town College is a music school on Long Island. For those of you at home, Sam Pete just made air quotes. I did make the air quotes like Sheila. I did. Computer school. The big unload tonight is fantasy baseball. But it's not, you know, when should I take Mike Trout? Enough with Mike Trout. Okay? We've talked about Mike Trout. We've heard enough about about Mike Trout. That's right. You've heard enough about him. All right? Because I got to keep him for another $6. Cal, for a long time with this show, we've gone under the Bill Simmons uh, corollary of nobody wants to hear about your kids or your fantasy team. Now, sometimes we flout that openly, but I don't want to talk about my or our team in specific. I just want to talk about fantasy sports and what, and I want to tie it into the, like the 40 year old virgin, for example, or the idea of what 40, what fantasy sports has become for us as early to 30-year-olds, you know, with our families and our kids and our things and the thing, and you have the thing, the draft itself has gone well beyond just a game. And I'm glad Jay is here for this, for a number of reasons. One, extraordinarily handsome person. I don't know what you've read. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about me. (laughs) You're going to have to be more specific with Jay's. (laughs) 
He really is. Like he keeps popping into the shot every now and then. It's, he's a good, I'm very jealous. Yeah. I rock the shot. Uh, but I did my first fantasy baseball league with so, Jay. To be clear, we're not talking about how handsome I am. No, Jay, we're not. Still not. Right on. Good. I can't. I can't see you, Jay. So, Jay, our first uh, fantasy baseball league, we were working together at yes. a law firm. Jay Correct. said, hey, I got an opening, you know, in a league. I know you're big into baseball and stuff like that. You want to give it a shot? I had never done fantasy baseball before. I had done fantasy football. I was reluctant to do baseball because it seemed so time-consuming. And I'm a busy guy at this point. I mean, what am I doing? No, I'm not busy at all. Everybody that knows me here, Cal, is shaking their head furiously. You were, <laughs> you were drinking a lot, often. Well, it's it's often said that that you can have a really productive day at work if you have like a like a nice 15 minute diversion. Like that's what Facebook is all about. That's what social media is about. That's what perhaps listening to an award winning sports um, podcast is about. Um, like the BS report, right? There you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and fantasy, you know, fantasy sports sort of fills that role, right? So it's just you just have a, an eight-hour day filled with fifteen-minute diversions, yeah. and then you wonder where the day went, and you wonder why you're never moving up at your job, and <laughs> and you're wondering why everything. Where are the kids? Yeah, where are the yeah. You know. Cal, what was the first? Uh, that what year was that for us? It had to be two thousand and four, because that's when I was at. It was, it was in the early aughties. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think early so. Early Cal, when was your first fantasy baseball league? When was your first, Cal? My first fantasy baseball first. league, you, you're not going to believe this one, 1988. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, were you at the restaurant? Listen, <laughs> were you at La Rotisserie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was an original. No, they did a fantasy baseball league through Newsday. And what you had to do was you, had to, you got the newspaper, and you would have to fill in boxes of the players that you wanted. And then you would send it into Newsday, and then they would send you like every week, like updates on the stats. That's how you would track it. First of all, yeah. two, two things. One, I love you so much. I mean, that's just—I've known you since like 1984. <laughs> the idea of a 14-year-old Cal sending off letters to Newsday with check boxes with Kevin McReynolds—it was all Mets. Or Greg Jeffries, right? Like every. I got Sid Fernandez again. The greatest day ever <laughs> is amazing. So that's first of all. Second of all, wow, that's fantasy. The original La Rotisserie, right? Which is named after the restaurant. If you guys don't know that, it was just the 30-year anniversary, I guess. I believe so. 2011, yeah, maybe a little longer. Yeah. Was the 30-year anniversary of fantasy baseball, and these guys got together at a restaurant called La Rotisserie. That's why it's called Rotisserie Baseball. And these guys, you know. They were right. years later, like they had no idea. No, no clue. Uh, that it would become this. But you were doing it, like at least I was doing it online. You know, but that sounds filthy. I mean, if you just take that out of context, you're doing it online. You can easily in the privacy of your own home. And this is true for a lot of fantasy, baseball, and sports and stuff. You could easily substitute porn. Sure. <laughs> just to whatever you're talking about. Like, like please, way, please. <laughs> honey, I'll be back in about. Four minutes, I have to check my lineup. I have to check my team. I have to... <laughs> Stop using the air quotes. I have to look at the, them again. I have to look at the waiver wire. I have to check the waiver wire yeah. for my team. I'll be right back. I just have to set my rotation. I have to check the depth of my rotation. I'll be back in three minutes and 14 seconds. And not a second longer. <laughs> 
depends on if Brittany. I mean, Bobby. Bobby is available. It depends on how quickly I can look at Brittany. Bobby. Oh. <laughs> Even that sounds. So, now, Steve, let me ask you a question as as it relates to and everybody that's there. Fantasy baseball. And Bobby, an, Cal, just real quick. Yeah. Howie and Joey are doing fantasy baseball drafts here at the bar right now. Like as we speak. Yeah, two of our buddies are doing fantasy baseball drafts at the bar. They're in a league. We had the little fantasy baseball seminar before this. Right. Doing their draft right now. How Terrific. Yell out to us when you guys are on the clock. We want to know. I'm taking Brandon Morrow. Shit. I love Brandon Morrow more than I love my wife. I've right. always loved Brandon Morrow. He's always loved Brandon Morrow. He's taking Brandon Morrow. Brandon. Howie, of course, Brandon broke Morrow. the blue rule. Brandon Morrow. Yes. Howie broke the blue rule thinking about the pick. That's right. How he yells. So uh, if anybody's listening out there that's in this fantasy draft, Joey's taking Brandon Morrow. You can totally screw him. I just he just took Brandon Morrow. You know Joey, Joe, you like me, and like you, you really want to, you really want to give Brandon Morrow a call and welcome to the welcome to the team. <laughs> you got a jersey prepared, right? I got a little jersey I hold up. We'd like to welcome Brandon to the team. No, but Cal, go ahead. You were gonna say. No, um, the question is, as adults now. Of, of of a certain age, do you, I know the answer for me, but do you get grief from the the women in your life? I'm sorry. Who who? Don't, the women, females, what? ladies. <laughs> the ladies? The ladies. Did they take out your gallbladder and put in soul? <laughs> I don't know. I was under for a long time. <laughs> The lady. <laughs> did they replace your, your gallbladder with, like, defunct soul? Hey, Cal, Cal, how much medication are you on? Can we, can we talk about it? It's like all of a sudden it's it's Tim Meadows doing this. Is this sketch in here? Now, let me ask you a question. It is it is funky. You say five by five. <laughs> are you referring to your team or your swank? <laughs> I think you know. I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take that question. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I, I hope my wife is not listening. I, I think that that just like you know you you I do believe that one needs a healthy diversion at work. I, I, the, the same holds true at at home. You know, I mean there there are a lot of pressures in life, and and you have to manage your time. You don't have a lot of time to yourself, and and it's not unusual for someone to take their love of sports. And their love of, of playing fantasy sports and put them together and spend spend a lot of time or you know focus their time on on those endeavors. So you know in, in the football context, it's really not unusual to say, all right, well, honey, you know, this Sunday I'm going over to watch the game with the fellas, and you you tend to go over to the, your friend's house maybe 45 minutes earlier. You know, you you have your iPhone with you, your tablet, you check your lineup, you order some food, you talk a lot of smack with them because really it's what what happens is fantasy sports becomes the catalyst for guys. To spend time together, absolutely. It's it's really it's really. I mean, you know, it's sort of like the the modern day version of the Friday night poker game. I mean, that's yep. really what it is. That's a good but, analogy. But with fantasy baseball, it takes on a whole other. And you know, to be fair, even fantasy hockey or fantasy basketball, which are are eighty two game halls, uh, it takes on a little bit of a different animal because you're asking your spouse to be a little more patient. Yeah. So. No, it's it's. You you hit the nail on the head though for the analogy of the the, the poker game the, the 
you know, we have uh, two live drafts, Cal, that we do that are uh, in person, you know, that we still maintain that are in person, that 10 or 11 of the guys that are in the league are there. And we look forward to it like that, yeah. you know, one night a year that I get to see the guys. Can I just say one thing, though? Without, like, going out, without, like, having to get a babysitter or having to do we're, this. We're, or, we're, Steve, Cal, I think we're alienating 75% of the people at Blue Haven who might not be as old as we are. <laughs> They're all like, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> I was going to go get an engagement ring on Saturday. That's no. Right. Um, no. Well, look, we have, a, we have a newly engaged guy over here, uh, our buddy Lee. He's in Chicago. He's in Chicago. He's in Chicago. Lee, the fugitive breakwood. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Lee doesn't do the fantasy sports so much, and I think he's missing out. And I think in three years, you're going to be begging us to get into a fantasy <laughs> league. Like three years into your marriage, you're going to be like, look, I don't know a thing about football, but I need a night out. I will kill you guys for a team. I will literally kill one of your guys. I will kill a guy and take his team. <laughs> he's going to get all, like, Lord of the Flies on us, and he's going to have a conk, and he's going to be, you know, piggy. That's right. that's right. That's right. See, Scott brings up Cal. He brings up the perfect guy. Scott just brought up the older brother in Bachelor Party. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That movie is made today. The older brother is talking to Tom Hanks about fantasy football. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Talking, you got games. You're betting games. You got your fantasy team. You're checking your lineup. Yep. At the same time, you're checking porn. You got... I'm the guy. I'm the guy in bachelor party that's trying to kill himself with the electric razor <laughs> because he, you know, he he drafted Peyton Manning again. At least your wrist will be smooth and kissable. That's right. Are these things on? Or am I wasting my, my time? Jay and, I, Jay and I did that one today. And Jay, I asked you, what is what is Tom Hanks saying to her? And I'll tell you, I was impressed that you knew what the the background dialogue right. of that scene was. Tom Hanks is saying to the girl. <laughs> That's what you call better living through chemistry. And she says, "What?" And he's like, "That's what you call better." Are these things on? Or am I wasting my time? That was back when people were still being on Peter Scolari, you know. Oh, <laughs> if you had Scolari in the Hank Scolari, yeah. uh, he was pool. a sleeper. Yeah, that movie, by the way, remains easily, easily. A top five quotable movie that the star wants nothing to do with. Can we just do 20 minutes on Adrian's Med? <laughs> can we bring Adrian's Med? We could probably get him in. We here. can get him on the yeah. show, right? Adrian, if you're listening, we've got 60 he's, bucks between he's the over, four. He's over at Atomic Wings right now. We can, we, we, I can, I'll be back in like five minutes. We, we could can probably get Med. If you could, it doesn't matter if actually the check is for all four of the Beatles. Thousand dollars <laughs> for you, the Beatles. You can divide it up any way you want. If you want to give Adrian a red light, we'll give the, the great thing is, like, we, we've said this before on the show, but for you guys, we had this great thing. Our buddy Dan is a huge fan of Bachelor Party. We all are, but he's a huge fan. We said, and he's the last of the Bachelors. So his Bachelor Party is going to be monumental. Like, his Bachelor Party is going to be ridiculous. And we have promised him we will get met. Like, could it cost us to just get med? Right. Like, like we, if we throw together, maybe, a, and we're ripping Adrian's med to shreds. Isn't he on that Tiki Barber website where you can spend time with uh, famous? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he he, I bet you he is. I totally is. 
That's fantastic. We, we, you could, by the way, I mean, I'm not trying Tiki to... Barber has a website? I'm not trying to invite myself back, but we could spend an entire RTU on this Tiki Barber business venture. Where you you know spend, what, Jay? I'm trying to invite you back. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Cal, Cal, by the way, Cal looks Cal looks like he's going to lose his other gallbladder right now. <laughs> Does he have to? The man... Jay, listen, in a month I'm scheduled to have my appendix out, so please. I'll, I'll, I'm there, man. I can be the, I'm there for you. I need a fill-in. Organs, one organ at a time. But back back to Cal's question about what it means for for the yeah. greatest generation. We could, talk, we could talk about Adrian's Met all night. Yeah, yeah, sure. Actually, no, you're going to run out. <laughs> We're going to run out of Adrian's Met. We're going to move on to TJ Hooker. No one wants that. So. Here's, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> back it up. Stopped in my track. Somebody's hanging on a hood. <laughs> the, uh, TJ Hairpiece? I, I've said this before on the podcast, and I'll say it again uh, when it comes to fantasy sports and the wife. What I worked out. Here's what I worked out. So my, my wife, uh, not so much into the sports, uh, but that's fine. Did not. It was on the application. She knew what she was getting into. She bought her tickets. I say let them crash. <laughs> she knew what she was getting. I don't think she knew the level of the dedication, yeah, of the dedication to fantasy sports that I have. Oh, you're a sports fan. That's cute. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Just smile again and don't talk so much. Oh. So um, I put into place very early on this uh, – uh, my, my wife loves to shoe shop. She's a big shoe shopper. I, I wish I could be more cliched. Oh, wait. I can't. <laughs> That's right. It's a comedy. Right. So she loves to buy shoes. So I said, look, I don't care about the prize money. The prize money means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. It's the draft. It's the and journey. The, and the six months of having ten minutes to myself. Yeah, it's the journey. To check my team. <laughs> to check the waiver wire. That means something. So I don't care about it. If I win, you take the money and go shopping. And knock it, buy shoes. Knock yourself out. Let's take the money and, and pay for next year. So, again, money's not coming out of the active kitty, you know, because she keeps the books. Cause, man, I can't be trusted with, like, a 10 and two fives. I, I'm uh, bad. I, I actually have your wallet over here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> actually took $16. I had no idea. I'm trying to come up with a collection for Adrian. That's fantastic. What is that? Come here. What is that? Can we get this mic, Jay? Yeah, uh, you're up. Go. What is it? There was this uh, organization called WAS, uh, Women Against Fantasy Sports. And uh, for my wife's birthday, I'm a big fantasy sports fan. For my wife's birthday, I bought her a jewelry, which I didn't give her till a day later. <laughs> what I gave her was some WAS paraphernalia. Now that sounds dirty. I'm sorry. That sounds filthy. Uh, I love that. I, that's fantastic. That's there's, awesome. a, there's actually an app for this, too, Cal. Apparently. That's great. But uh, that was that was my solution. My solution was let her spend the money. I don't care. It's about the hunt for me. I don't care about dinner. You you. I was gonna say you cook dinner, but that's all. That's gonna take us down a bad road with the women. Let's not do that. Get, get off fat. Get off fat. Uh, how do you how do you reconcile that with the wife? It's actually pretty easy, you know. Um, um, uh, my wife pretty much she runs the show, so. Um, <laughs> Because I, um, Cal, your wife is a notorious, um, yeah. uh, you know, notorious B.I.G. and also notorious. She's a rapper, actually. No. Yes, yes, she is. Uh, but no, she's notoriously not a fan of sports so much. 
No, and, and basically my deal is that as long as I can endure the constant ridicule that comes for just six months straight. Right. That's with everything, though. And she, try, and, and she tries to break me. She, she's lays it on thick. She's merciless. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, oh, daddy's going to go pick fake players with his friends. <laughs> the guilt trip to the kids. Right, to the, and the kids are like, wait, what, do you, what does that mean, Daddy? Fake players? And then i got to explain it. And, and She knows exactly what she's doing. I have two girls. Uh, and so, you know, maybe someday they'll take over the family business. But, you know, it's like, oh, no, Daddy can't help you with your homework. No, he has to go drink beers and, and pretend to own a team with his little players, all his fun little players. You know, something in the grand scheme of things, it's really you compare it to to people we know who you know love to play golf or uh, who really or maybe who do engage in like the Friday night poker game several nights per week. It, it, checking your lineup or setting the waiver, whatever you want to call it, really isn't that much yeah. of an intrusion. And I'll say one this: play. I'll say this. Technology is our greatest ally. Oh, you could because in you could the last pre- five years, no doubt, because you could pretend like you're engaged <laughs> in conversation. <laughs> I know. Sound like I'm launching a space shuttle, <laughs> and we will put a man on Mars. Yeah. And also, I can check my fantasy team and change the lineup from my phone. I'm not building the Panama Canal. I'm starting Jared Cook. This is easy. This is not hard. I mean, you know, it's, we can move on to the next subject. Look, save changes. All right, now what? HDTV, sure, let's on. Love it or list it, baby. Come on. Exactly. I, I just, I just picked up Fernando Rodney because somebody was stupid enough. To, I mean, this is not, you know, rocket science. If I had to spend two hours with a newspaper every week, there's no way I'd be able to do fantasy sports anymore. You're absolutely right. Five years ago, I could not still do this. We have no. guys doing a draft right now from the bar. <laughs> like, like literally doing their draft, hanging out, drinking beers at a bar, hanging out. It's just it, it's what fantasy sports has become is and 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 Cal before you know we we spoke to uh, a prominent ESPN type person whose name I'm not at liberty to say. Uh, about you know where fantasy has come and the industry that it's become. It's like a billion dollar a year industry. It's huge. It is absolutely huge, and it's not long before they tax it. Now I go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. No, I wasn't. I was actually... say we have a great sports fan here hmm. uh, who doesn't do fantasy sports, as far as I know. Our buddy really? Jess. Jess has been on the program. Uh, Jess, you want to come up to the mic for a sec? A purist. Now, Jess has been on the show before when we were live here at Blue Haven. And, uh, you know, Jess, now why the no fantasy sport? I stopped doing it at the office because my coworkers were always trading while I was working. So it actually, a matter, I still do fantasy and I still do basketball, but I refuse to make moves. I draft a team and I roll the team and I'm in second right now. Right. We got one of those guys. Our buddy Dan. Our buddy Nella. It's just five. They bring me in like Isaiah Thomas. I just do the draft, and then you should lock me up. <laughs> you don't make any moves during the course of the I made my first move today. I dropped Kyrie Irving. That's impressive. I almost up Steve Blake for my Maryland roots, but I had to go with Ridenauer. So you really, you then you put a lot of stock in your draft. Then. So you must, you must be planning weeks, months in advance of the draft. Not really. I just, I watch the NBA all the time. I, it's, it's a it's a guilty pleasure of mine. You love this game. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Have... So do you only do fantasy basketball? 
I do football with some of my friends outside of the office. Just the office made me so frustrated because people are proposing trades. Yeah. Well, they're not well, answering the emails that I have to jump in on. <laughs> it gets a little crazy in our office, Cal, with the fantasy teams. We do football, basketball, baseball, and it gets a little nuts. I think what I want, want to ask you, all you guys that do fantasy, has it enhanced your watching of the game? Taken away from your watching of the game? Are you able to separate the two? Cal, what do you got? I think for football, it's enhanced it. Because now when you watch football on Sundays, you're, you have an eye on pretty much every game that's going on, not just the one that you're watching. It's difficult, too, for baseball because there's so many games but certainly for football, it's definitely enhanced it. I, I totally agree. And like Scott just said, the red zone channel. Oh, like that's the red like zone fantasy channel. crack. For fan- it is fantasy crack. So you're not going to take the red zone channel in there, right? It's worse than crack. It's like even worse than crack, though. It's like, it is worse. It's like huffing paint with a hooker in a hotel room. It's really bad because it's so base, man. It's really, it's, it's really good. <laughs> so, you, so you've heard. That's what, what? I've read. So you've heard. Uh, yeah, someone sure. I saw a documentary about it. That's like the best line in Big uh, Bob by, uh, by Final Tap. <laughs> so I have read. <laughs> so I have read. Um, I think for football, Jess, I want to get you in a second too. I think for football, absolutely, Cal, but I will say this about baseball. It brought me back. Because when I started, the Mets were in a very, <laughs> when aren't they? LOL Mets, am I right? Um, they were in like a very down time and I started paying attention to the game that I loved as a kid overall. So I, I was able to check the box scores and I was able to, you know, on a daily basis at least be interested in baseball again where I wasn't because my team was going through one of its many down, down periods. Just for basketball, I've never done, I've done one fantasy basketball league and I sucked. I was, I was like, the Jolly Green Giants in Wayne's World. I suck. Not just a clever name. Um, is it, does it help you with uh, with basketball? Does it enhance? Does it hurt? I think it depends on your fanhood. I'm more of an NBA fan than I am even a Knicks fan, so it's more fun. You start to watch the players. Um, but I think to bring it back to what you just said about the Red Zone channel, I think that is actually a bigger uh, wedge in my relationship because my girlfriend wants to watch only whatever game's on, and I'm watching Siliano go sure. go into Moxie on the air. The Red Zone channel is a very tough sell. I mean, it's a very tough sell for the wife. It is. Like, I'll, I'll flip on the Red Zone channel, and she'll be like, really? Like, one game's not enough? It's like watching someone play a video game. You know, like, it, 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 that's what it's like. Oh, wow. Well. Watching you're the Red Zone channel is exactly You're like going to kill some zombies. I'm going to go make a sandwich. Right. So it's like watching somebody play Contra. Like, it really is. Like, wow, okay, you killed all those guys. Great, that's awesome. I'm, I'm going to go do the laundry that you've been ignoring. And your children. Um, well, I tell, the, I tell the story that I'm the only person in America that has direct TV but cannot get the Sunday ticket. Not allowed. Not allowed. No. That's right. There's yeah. no other reason to have direct TV. <laughs> right. In this day and age, there's literally no reason to have direct TV over no. BIOS or anything except to have the NFL ticket and not so much. Can't have it. When when the Red Zone chat, I got Fios when I moved to Bayside. I right? moved to Queens, and I had been a Time Warner slave for years. And I got Fios, and in the package was the Red Zone channel. And, like, the tears. Just, just like, one single American Indian in a pollution commercial tear. <laughs> 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 
Taking Harvey. Nice. We got Cal, we got Harvey. Wait, are we are we you're gonna credit Carabelle for, for that one though? Yeah. That that, that I know nothing. Cal, we got Harvey, Cal. We got Harvey. I feel like it's our team too. I feel like it's our team now. Yeah. Howie, we have a vested interest now in your team. Let us know. The team's very bad. I can tell right now. It's not going to be a good team. It's going to be Tony Romo and David Garrard, isn't it? I can't have Howie here without telling my favorite fantasy sports story of all time. Sky, you'll love this. Howie and I are running a team together, fantasy football in the office. Oh, no, it was LDSB. The last year of LDSB, Howie agreed to help me run the team. Cal, that was the league I was in with McWalters. Right. So Howie and I are running the team. We're in the hunt for the playoffs. Everything's looking great. We need a quarterback. Howie says, sends me an email, says, look, it's either Tony Romo, this guy Tony Romo, right, or David Garrard. All right? I think we should pick up Romo. I mean, I, th- I totally think. What? No, you said. See, this is why Howie will never be on the program again. He doesn't let people talk. No, so Howie's saying, I think it should be Romo. Totally Romo. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. We talked about it in the office. We signed off on it. We put the paperwork in with the league office. And at the last minute over the weekend, I went Garrard. And it cost us a championship. It was Romo's rookie year. He went all he went crazy. It was when he replaced Bledsoe. And still, five years later, every freaking day, anytime fantasy sports is mentioned, Jess, you can attest to this. Because he sits here in the office, I hear I'm like I'm like, oh I got my fantasy football draft this year. Yeah, you gonna draft Romo or Garage? He could see the other side of the office, Cal. Take Garage again! Romo! <laughs> Thank you, Howard. So, so, Steve, how how did you when when you got the files package and and the ticket came up? Like, how, how did, was there a conversation with your wife? Like, what happened? On a very special. Thank you. Steve cries openly for the first time in front of his wife. I was like, so I, my immediate reaction was, they're gonna pull it. Like this promotional thing, and they're going to take it away from me. So, as I said, my wife, Camille, handles all the ticket money. My wife handles everything in our house, the bills, all that stuff. I'm not capable. So, uh, and so I said, look at the Verizon bill and, and see what's included. She's like, yeah, this NFL Red Zone is on there. It's included in our package. And it's open to you. Music swelled up. Angels singing. Angels singing. It was just, it was glorious. Glorious. I see blue. He's glorious. It was just so nice. Cal, you, you're familiar with the Red Zone channel. Can we all just have a moment? Here's, here's a question. It's like the Red Zone channel just took its top off. Well, on, on the eve of everyone's fantasy baseball draft, does anyone get taken to the next level and get uh, the MLB extra inning package? I, now, I would if I lived out of out of state. I do have it on my phone, so I can listen to the Met misery. I have it on my phone. Cal, you have the uh, MLB radio package yet? I have the at bat app. 
So that, yeah, so that so that gives you the the radio broadcast. Somebody we know did a commercial for MLVFX. I don't know who. I I know the guy. He looks you, not like my brother. <laughs> He's very handsome. <laughs> He's not good looking. Last thing on the fantasy, and then I want to move to the NCAA March Madness, jumping and the shark and the Fonzie. And then we have to talk about hockey for two minutes, uh, Cal, or Scott is going to kick me in the nuts again. <laughs> he hit it once. And then I also have a fun load uh, for Jay Mafali and Jay Linder. Woo! We have the Linder and the Mafali. Oh, Mafali, yeah. Last thing on I, fantasy. I become 112% more Italian when I do this Every show. Every time I make <laughs> you guys. Everyone is picturing Jimmy Valvano sitting on it. <laughs> right. Because it's a podcast and it's radio, somehow you look like an extra in Goodfellas right now. As far as you know, I mean, that's it. I'm 200 pounds, at least. 200? Yeah, 300. 250. 250. Tree bills. Tree bills. He was tree bills if he was a day. That guy. Now you just can't leave. Now you just can't leave. All right, now you have, now you have second, seven seconds to talk about fantasy. The best movie he made all day was away from the buffet table, this guy. Please. Not on. Huh? He's in Chicago League. <laughs> in, in the dog. He's in Chicago. I was born in the dog. Come on, my Bane comes out southern. I do declare. I didn't know Bane and Foghorn Leghorn knew each other. I said, I said Batman. I said, I said, I said, I'm alone in the dog. Let's, uh, let's bring him in here. Let's a lot of it. pressure. Let's have it. Cal, he's quivering right now. You can see him. Oh, please. There's no need to. Remember, it's radio. He's making the Bane face. For you. <laughs> there, there it is. She just done the line from the fugitive. I watched Bane. He's in Chicago. <laughs> I was born in the dog. I said, I said, I said, I was born in the dog. Right? Just yeah. turned into Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, that's yeah. what they said. I uh, do. Give me one more bang. You do it really well. You do. Get across the plane, no survivors. I have no idea what he said. No. Very, very good. Now, wait. Let me give my question to Bill. That's not what you were trying to say. You're a big guy, Bane. How about you, Bane? I'm trying really hard to disguise my English accent. Why did he do that? Scott, you're a Batman fan. Why did he do that? Why did he do that? I, I was under the impression there would be no Batman question. <laughs> I have an answer wow. here. Um, I'm just going to go with... Uh, that's the way he is. Honestly, guys, in the Dark Knight, right, it gets worse and worse. Yeah. Well, it started with Michael Keaton. I think every Batman started with, oh, because they really don't have deep voices, so they went for the raspy one. But Keaton talked about that on... I don't know, George Clo- Clooney was Clooney. I don't yeah, know. Clooney, Clooney, Clooney was just Clooney. He was just like, hey. We, we, we widely acknowledged that Batman didn't happen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he, he doesn't cover his eyes. You ever afraid of getting shot there? Clooney's doing his... And how about this Batman guy? He's got, he's got a tight. He's like, like that. Try the veal. Will you try the veal? I've been here um, the whole time. And what's the deal with he, Batman? He's walking away with the headphones. Lee, Lee, take the headphones off. <laughs> Cal, he just did the good night, everybody. He did the, <laughs> the comedian clapping for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nick clapping for yourself again. Actually, oh, I thought his bane was more like a cross between Foghorn Leghorn and like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He's like, <laughs> you will be my new minister. I'm ripping. Stop me. Uh, I think you should do the rest of the show like Bale's Batman. Yeah. Just do it like this. Ready to unload. With Cal and Sandy. What do you mean? <laughs> the Mets are going to be horrible this year. I didn't even know I could do that. Until just, just a moment. Impressive. That's not bad, right? Improvisation. Give me a line to do. I don't. I can't think of a good line to do. But I want to try it out. But, but, but forget that. Why does that happen in that movie? No, no, I'm stuck doing it. I can't stop. <laughs> you do get stuck on it. It's like a record that keeps repeating. Like now I'm just Christian Bale all night. I'm gonna turn my mic off. There, I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love those movies. You guys, Keener, you love that movie. Scott, you know why this is Dean? He works in our. You know how we call him Deaner, right? What movie we're referencing there? We call him Deaner, Youngblood. You're a hockey fan. You've never seen Youngblood. Just get out of here. Just go. Leave your leave your Canadian passport there. Wait, did he say he never saw Youngblood? He never saw Youngblood. We grew up in the same house. It can't, it can't all be slap shot all the time, you know. It's like being a reggae fan and only owning like Bob Marley's legend. <laughs> not, you, you can't do Keanu Reeves' best role. It is Keanu Reeves' best work. <laughs> Joe Blake, Gordy Howe. So what else we say about fantasy tonight? So the last thing I want to do about fantasy, and then I, I do want to move on to the jump the shark. The last thing is with this. Where do you see it going? Like, has it peaked? Will it jump the shark? Is there a point where it's too much? And the leagues have embraced it too much, and we stopped, you know, uh, that guy from ESPN was talking about the idea that football players and baseball players know about fantasy. They know about it. You know, Cal, he was saying that Jeff Rancourt said to him, because he knew who he was, I'm going to get my steals up this year. I'm going to run more this year. So you can draft me a little higher. I'm going to run more. Yes, Jeff. Or I know. Cal, you can be Jeff Corbin. Yes, I know. Where does it go? Does it peak? Do we get to a point where we're like, eh, not so much anymore? I think, you know, I think that it will continue to be a very viable source of revenue, whether you're talking about the professional Frankly, whether you're talking about Las Vegas, because really, that's really at the bottom. At the end of the day, what we're talking about, right? Yeah, that's For a lot of people. you know, Governor Christie to talk about making it. You, you know a little bit about I do. The I do a little bit about that. Um, well, I think that that you know, um, there's an effort. Well, there's a desire across the board, across the country, to to um, introduce, quote unquote. You know, I'm not doing visual visual quotes that no one can see, like you, Steve. Quote unquote safe forms of betting or gaming um, as sources of revenue for governments, state governments, and fantasy sports is a great outlet for that sort of thing. Um, but that said, I think that I think that there's always going to be an interesting. You know, I was a latchkey kid in the 70s and 80s. I played Stratomatic baseball until the until you know I was told to go to bed. Um, and and to the point that was made earlier uh, with Eric Carabao and that you said, Steve, we do this because we enjoy doing it. We genuinely enjoy doing it. It's the journey. It's not so much the cash prize at the end. Um, but that said, that cash prize is an incentive for a lot of people to get involved. And I think that at the end of the day, it generates more interest. Um, 
and is anything that's going to generate more interest and generate more revenue for the sports organizations or any ancillary organization, whether it's an ESPN or you know a subscription for base service or what have you, it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. It's going to go up. Yeah, and the, and and Scott, go ahead. I think the leagues have embraced it. I mean, obviously, you know. Oh, they love it. I, I think the all the leagues have recognized that it's just a great way to drive more interest in the game, more out of market interest. You know, for me personally, it, it, you get to a point where you get a little initiated, you get a little overloaded. Like I'm down to one league a year because there's only so many hours in the day. Right? So I think, I mean, at a certain point, you're going to feed the demand. And people are going to say, ah, that's enough. I can't really, I can't really handle anymore, right? Yeah. But, uh, but I don't know if they're close. You know, I don't. Think I, I don't think they're up to that point yet. I think more and more people are getting involved. And in I mean, my wife loves it. She was yelling at me for not drafting Peyton this year. She was like, Peyton's going to be great this year. How come you didn't take him? And I said, Well, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to be that good. She's like, Well, you're an idiot. He's going to be great. You know. And then I love my. Then I, I, at some point, I traded for Brady, and she's mad because she said, How could you be in this house on your team? Because she's a huge Jets fan. So. You know, I think it's just going to be more and more interesting. Eventually, we'll get to that point. Yeah, and I, I, I think, Cal, real, real quick, before, we did have DJ Short on as well earlier. DJ Short from RotoWorld.com. It was nice enough to join us for a couple of minutes and answer some fantasy questions. And I asked him, hey, how many teams you down to? You know, how many teams do you do? How many teams does an expert actually do? And he's like, and he goes, well, I'm down to six. I said, could you imagine trying to pitch six in your house like, Look, babe, I'm only doing six. Yeah, I mean, how many hours now, do you have? Right now, of course, those leagues are paying his mortgage. It's a different story. But, Cal, what do you think of What, as far as, like, reaching a saturation point? Yeah. Saturation? Good job. We're not there. We're not there yet. I mean, I think there's still an appetite for it. And um, most people that I talk to play in multiple leagues still. It's not just one league. They're in multiple leagues for whatever sort it is. So the fact that people are doing more than one league at a time leads me to believe that we're nowhere near that, that, you know, that tipping point. I totally agree. Yeah, I, I do. I don't I think the tipping point is there. I just was, yeah, I was just curious about, again, the saturation, <clears throat> excuse me, the fact that the leagues have embraced it. The, nobody's done a better job than the NFL. I mean, watch an NFL game from 10 years ago. And watch the highlights now. It's all fantasy stats. Now, everything you see on the screen, the scrolling credits on the bottom, everything is fantasy stats. All geared toward a fantasy player. In a game when you're at stadium, you can log on to your fantasy team at the stadium and be watching your game. So the leagues have caught up to the game. It's going to change the experience for each younger generation of fans that, that, that love sports. So, you know, while it reaches a saturation point for us, right. There's there's going to be you know several years from now, young Wesley San Pietro is going to say you know something. I'm in. Yeah, well Scott's yeah. running out. Scott, you know Scott has an, uh, an 11 year old, 11 and a half year old boy, you know my nephew or whatever who like wants to get in. Thanks, he wants he wants in on the league. And I'm like, well you know there's things on that site you, you probably should. <laughs> yeah, the problem is the fantasy page. Right. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, that's just so I didn't know albinos, really? Mitch, what are we doing? What's with the Germanian? Why, why, why do you have that picture? Don't, don't, I don't need my nephew to see that. Please, he should be at least four years before he learns you can do that with that. 
But so yeah, I mean, this year I offered. I said, "Hey, buddy, let's do it together. You can sit in." Right. He he can, his, no, he's ready. He wanted his own team. You know, he he did so like while we're drafting. You know, sometimes I have a lot of draft that. And again, that's the absolute last thing on the fender draft. I was like, I just hope he keeps doing live drafts. Because again, forty-year-old virgin. I'll bring it back to that. That was a brilliant part of that movie with Paul Rudd trying to escape his life just to go to a freaking fantasy baseball draft. And I know nobody's for me. Like that's what the drafts themselves physically have become. Those not stuff. I've been saying forty-year-old virgin all night. Oh man, how? Where are you? I I'm recovering from surgery, Steve. Medicaid. How many episodes are you going to use that one? So I'm going like, to I'm going to that one. Oh, knocked off. Thank you. I'm going to have to kill you, but I don't have to say that. Well, <laughs> it was knocked up. Not for your own By the way, my son was also killing me for not drafting Peyton. So yeah. they were you both you jumping on a rough time in that. That's right. Man, at least Catholic seven, but <laughs> no Catholic seven. I got two 
it's different. I think he's just turning back to a traditional basketball conference, right? So, so if, that, if that does happen, if they join, does that, does that negate what we're talking about in terms of jumping the shark? Would you directly become re engaged in men's college and madness? I'm going to push it off for a second because I want to ask you Hi, Jay. No, we don't have to push it off. No, no. I, I want to ask you. I have this UConn fan. I want to ask you guys. What happened? I mean, it's strictly possible. It's strictly Show off. <laughs> right. 
Everybody's showing off their golf bottles tonight. Yeah. What is everybody eating greasy food too? <laughs> fried everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything deep fried. Yeah. Oh uh, boy. I have this question. I want to pose it to the guys that are here. We're having this conversation with March Madness, the NCAA, the tournament. We have enough uh, younger guys and some older. Why do you keep looking at me? Um, you know, we have a, a good many guys here. I think, for me, we almost never, you know, please take it off to Chicago to remain in Chicago. I was born in the dark. I mean, it's good. That's that's fine. Because if this guy was on Ustream, he is devastatingly handsome. 
I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, so now I can fill up the market and I can have a 15 pools. Cal, do you think that we did the show three years ago? Oh, I just got like, wow. I just got like Michelle Shea there, didn't I? I did it. I totally got like Shea there. I'm afraid of coming next. I'm exasperated.
You know, no, that. Wow. God, just call me Francis Sessa, Cal. But then you can't jump the shark. No, no. If that's the case, it's true. We're going to end the show. Hold on, Cal. I'm going to go ahead and play the, uh, <laughs> play the out music. Wow. It's like 132 episodes. 132 episodes. Okay. All right. I just, by the way, Cal, you'll feel better, though. I just gave him the Francis Sessa wave. I just Yeah, I just hung up on top. Right here on the Listen, we take a serious Okay. We take a serious deal. I don't know. Wait on the line. Wait on the hold. Do it for Make fun of me. It makes you feel better about yourself. It's okay. Here's me with the Hey, wait, is somebody dressing at me? These microphones are unbelievably sensitive here. Joe, everything. How far in? I was just trying to talk you out of drafting. Don't do it. Wait, we uh, we have about 40 minutes to live show. I'm gonna make one final comment on Martinez, and then uh, well, I do want to move Cal to the guests. We have good football fans here. Okay? I just want to do it for a second. And then I have a fun mode. This is a fun mode, nice. It's going to be about food in honor of BJ. So, no, that will be on our tomorrow. We you going out of market? Um, between now and tomorrow. Okay, here. How many bracks? Um, how much you bet? She has it on like Instagram or something like that. He's got he's got a he's got 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 he's got
Bener bapak. Um, so the the photo that I want to talk about is 
we talked uh, last week. It's a very popular account. Very popular. The three favorite breasts. Oh, yeah, that's like people like the we last week. We got into a front load about your three favorite breasts, but it was read down in the style of a VH1 countdown, replete with the celebrity that would talk about your bread. Okay? Now, you mean like those two black women who are comedians? <laughs> exactly like that. Precisely right. We accept that. I knew you didn't like that bread. Like, like, Let me give you an example. My favorite bread is a hero. <laughs> it's not the hero we need now. It's See the one we deserve. See what I did? Because he's a hero. <laughs> and it's bread. You brought it around. Oh. <laughs> one we deserve. Hey, there was Christian Bale on VH1 commenting on the hero. It's one with... <laughs> it's a Kaiser roll with a delicious egg taste to it. It's an Italian with the oil and vinegar. Because it's the hero we need. It's ciabatta with some sage on top. Just like you like it. There was there was the example of PJ, for example, did uh, jalapeno cheddar <laughs> cornbread. And his celebrity was Andy Dick. It was Andy Dick with uh, <laughs> what you've got. It's the craziest cornbread. And this cornbread is so gay. They would know. And it's cornbread. It's cheesy as jalapeno. I don't know why he turned into Jeremy Glick right there. You're, you're, Glick. you're, you're Andy, you're, uh, Andy Dick, Glick, Jeremy Glick. Andy Dick turned a little bit into, what's his name, from Match Game with the big glasses. <laughs> Charles, 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 Charles Riley. I got it. Don't tell you. I got it. So ah, uh, <laughs> Chow, give, me a little, give me a little Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> let's play let's play a little match game with Cal right now. <laughs> so Cal, remind everybody of the rules to match game. What are the rules? The rules are you had the uh, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ask a question. Right? I'm gonna ask you a question. Uh Lazy Mary was so lazy. And how lazy was she? She was so lazy that when she went to the store, she brought her blank. <laughs> Seven, six celebrities on a panel. And are you speaking with a really long microphone? Richard, Daw- Richard, Richard Dawson was on that show too, right? Yes, he was one of the guests. Yes. Yeah. So, was so lazy. And so was Charo. She had to use a blank to get to the store. Nipsey Russell. <laughs> uh, I was going to say that she brought her a lazy Susan. <laughs> Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> lazy Mary was so lazy she was a. <laughs> Car! That's not, uh, that's not good. You were going to say something about bread? We can we, we, we. Come on, let's bring it back to the fun. Bring, bring it back. back to the fun. Bring it back. Time for this fun. Bring load. it back. Um, yes, the fun load. Bread. So we have some guests here, Cal. I would like to do the bread thing with the guests. Nice. Wow, we're gonna do it like a sequel. Yeah. Bread Part two. two. The bread. bread two. The bread. The bread sequel. Electric Boogaloo. Return of the bread. Electric Boogaloo. See, you know Electric Boogaloo. I got yelled at. Who Electric yelled Boogaloo. At you for that? Who yelled at you for that? I said anytime there's a part two, right. it should be like this. This is the most anticipated sequel since Mannequin 2 on the Moon, <laughs> right? Am I right? 
No, I'm not right. Anyone? Wait, no, wait. Anyone? Anyone? Mannequin 2? Anyone? Mannequin 2 on the move. Who was in Mannequin 2? Nobody. Nobody. Uh, there. Never needs the, the guy, the guy, the guy. I love her. Marion. Jonathan Silverman, right? No, 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 no. Uh, Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy's in 1 and 2? Because uh, 1 killed. That was him and Kim Cattrall. He signed on for the second one? I love her, man. Why wouldn't you? I think the only one back was Meshach Taylor. <laughs> no, Meshach Taylor's only in the second one, I think. Oh, he's in the first one. Oh, he's, oh, he's all over the first one. This podcast is taking quite a turn. We're talking about all right, well, when, when do I get to kick Jay's ass? So. <laughs> when, when, this is the fun load. I'm gonna, you yeah. you because you had you had sort of presented the fun load as I want to know what I get down between. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I understand. I did that. That was the second after break. Oh. That was for like after mash. I don't know when I'm going to bring the quattro formaggi. We'll be know. we'll be patient. Ah <laughs> oh, crap! I already lost. <laughs> and I'm really Italian. And I'm really Italian. Uh, so let me throw out the favorite breads uh, to Jay Linder first, so I can go to the back. Wait, what am, what am I? What am I? Did you really just do that? He just did the equivalent of playing LA woman, right? Why, why did he put on Stairway to Heaven? We'll be right back. Favorite bread? What, what's the favorite bread? Three favorite bread. You start with Linder. Favorite three bread. favorite breads? Yes. Okay. Uh, no, I can roll. Do that. you actually have three favorite breads? Is the first question. You'd be surprised how many favorite breads you have. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Well, I mean, I guess are we talk when we talk about are we talking about traditional bread or are we allowed to manipulate the shape of the bread? Does say, bagel count as a bread? I say you take it as far as you can take it. I will. We'll allow a bagel. I will allow bagel. I say bagel is a bread-like product. I don't know. I would have to say. I mean, I'm, you know, I am the product of a northern Italian and a nice Russian Jewish boy. So, I would go for a nice challah. Challah, challah. Um, I also think that there's something to be said for a ciabatta. Of course. And finally, uh, you know, um, we are approaching Passover. A nice wasa cracker, perhaps. With see, some Nova. All right. Uh, see, now there, I think i got to jump in there. Yeah, go ahead, Scott. The bread's got to be leavened. Oh, it's got to be leavened. You went Passover. There's no leavening. Oh, when the leaven right? breaks. Okay. That's all right. right. Okay. All right. Well, then if that's the case, I will uh, I will bypass the wasa. And uh, I will also not consider the Melba toast. And I think I will, I will aim for, you know, actually, how about a nice, in the spirit of the chosen people, a nice <laughs> Grossinger's rye with no seeds. Nice. The, the nice. challah didn't cover it enough Good for the, the chosen. You, you went with the challah and the rye. No. Now you're not going with the marble rye. Marble rye is for suckers. I can't do that. It's sort of really? like yeah, yeah, it's sort of like you, I need to. I mean, you know, granted, I know we're talking about the holy people, but there needs to be a separation of church and state. I, I can't have my rye marble together with something else. All right. Do you go seeds or no seeds? No seeds. Really? No seeds. It is not rye bread without caraway seeds. No. You know, it is. I am a traditionalist. It, 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 yeah, but you know. It gets in the way. Your food shouldn't be worked. <laughs> Are you... Wait. I No. Food's always... Yeah. No, it shouldn't be worked. Uh, wow. What do we... Seeds make they it call work. It com- they call it comfort. No, they call it comfort food for a reason. Okay. And, I like that little tang. So, uh, so we went... So, so, so I betrayed my Italian heritage and went with my father's side of the family, which is a nice Jewish boy, and I chose challah and gross rye with no seeds. Cal can speak to challah. That was in your... That was your three, right? Challah was in my top three. But, Steve, here's the question... Does the bread have to be leavened? Yeah, because I chose a wasa cracker and I got shot down. <laughs> what? 
figuring bread, yeast. Rise up away from the podcast. I'm trying to watch my trying to watch my girlish figure. It's spring break. Come on. And now we're we need a ruling. We're talking unleavened bread. It's not bread without leavening, is what I'm telling you here. I mean, it's it's very appropriate debate for the time of the year. You had to turn turn into Saul Mortimer. What am I? Yeah, it's got to be yeast. It's, it's got to be rising. It says it's you. not bread without it. Uh, I don't understand where you're going. That's why they wandered around Egypt for 40 years. Now. That's why they wandered, they wandered the land for the Lebanon. I'm going to take a, a risk here because I know that challah bread is very uh, popular challah. for uh, for French toast. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, Pete talked about yeah, that. I'm going to have to tell you that I, I don't care for it as a French toast bread. Really? I want for, I want for the old-fashioned. I'd like you to put the microphone The old <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. So, no, seriously, what do you, what do you prefer instead of the? Yeah, I want the nice old fashioned bread. fashioned bread. Nice. What, like Wonder Bread? <laughs> Wonder Bread. Right, get out of here. So Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread. Wonder bread. <laughs> the only thing worse than Wonder Bread is, is something I've heard called a squiggle, which I'm, I'm not, not entirely familiar. sure. That's filthy. It's it's a it's some sort of a bagel. Can you say that? Hey, listen, pal. I don't know what you do back home, but it's keep it clean. I'm saying, I'm saying I don't care for it. Why don't you go don't check your right. waiver wire a little bit and, and <laughs> see if you come back with it? I don't, I don't know what that means. Right, right. Sports <laughs> that a, is that the sport ball? Is that the sport ball reference? <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. You need to what store the ball. Squiggle. 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 I forget what. There's some store. Is that a square bagel? Is like that all it is? Coasty or somebody that has like a square bagel of some sort. That's an abomination I'm, against man. I'm not is saying, that a Jerusalem bagel? I'm not saying I like it. I'm saying it's there. Yes, you know from the Jerusalem bagel. Yeah, I just put a schmear on it. There you go. I've actually turned more toward the breads I just quite frankly don't understand. Aside from the squiggle, is when did we start stuffing pizza dough with cheese? Look, is that a Pizza Hut thing? We have scientists working on A couple years literally. ago, <laughs> is there not enough cheese on top of the pizza? We are now stuffing the crust with cheese. I don't have a problem with cheese anywhere. <laughs> I don't know why. That's not a point, though. The better point is this. Why are we trying to reinvent the pizza? <laughs> I mean, it's just like, look, look, we've done a fine job, Pizza Hut. The pizza is just fine. I'm from now. I'm gonna, now you're getting greedy. I'm you're gonna, putting cheese in the crust. You're getting greedy. I mean, people, but I, I'm, I grew up in Connecticut, and apologies to Connecticut, but where I grew up, they, they cut round pizzas in square slices. Right. And it's, it's I've seen something this. that I'm against. I, I, I've seen this. I don't, I don't believe what's uh, happening here, but I'm the other Jay, and I'm also from Connecticut. Are you really? And, and you, know some, you know something? Jay, we, you and I need to put up a united front here. See, there you go. Now we're no longer throwing down. We're together. Yeah, we're, we're together. Like, I love New York City. I have an unhealthy love for this town. This is where my family is from. Give me a pitch. Give me a pitch here. I have to say something. New Haven Pizza is still where it's at. New Haven Pizza. New Haven, Connecticut. I did not see that coming. <laughs> Me either. Cal just fell down. I'm, all right. And now they're I mean, like, he's very, he's very now sick. Now they're Looks like Jay's got one half of the amulet, and the other Jay's got the other half <laughs> yeah. of the amulet. I mean, it's like a they separated at birth thing yeah, going on. They put on the here. pizza amulet together. Yeah. Wait. New Haven, do we New have ha- matching rings? New Haven pizza is still. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm lo- I love uh, New York. I love you, but you're letting me down. I'm gonna. No, I'll no, tell you what. I'll tell you let's, what. Let's bring some other people into the. Let's make it about pizza. If we're gonna make it about pizza. Let's make it about New pizza. Haven. New Haven pizza. I let's think bring I some other people it. into this. There Dean, is, Jeff. Right. You know, you guys. Howie's so busy wait, on wait, the wait, phone. Wait, 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 wait. He's young, young, young Buck is from Oregon. He doesn't know about pizza. Yeah, I, I want to ask him about pizza though. He's from Oregon. How long you been in New York? Two years now. Yeah, come on, man. Not long enough. I'm about to bring the house down. Yeah. Dean was a professional poker player. 
And two years. Two years. What does that have to do with pieces? I Thank just, you. I just want to say that. That's my say, it's a lot like bachelor party. I don't. I'm the manager I'm, here. I'm confused. Okay. So this, if anyone's gonna know about pizza, <laughs> this being milk. <laughs> this being milk. See, it's the most quotable movie of all time. Glaring. I just bet my balls and shook on. Diener, Diener, I'm asking you because you're new to the town. We're all, you know, we're all. But it's not like he lived. You can't ask that question. If he lived two years in he's been to Vegas and then lived two years here, then you can ask that question. You they don't have good question. pizza in Vegas. Of course they don't have good pizza. Shut up over there. They have good everything in Vegas. The question is: Is pizza better here as opposed to Oregon? Of course it is. You don't even need the microphone for that. That's not the question, Dean. Because <laughs> no, here's the thing, I'm going that's to. Him. I, I, don't I, don't I don't think the pizza's bad here, by any means. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna oh that's, 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 that's quite an intro. However, I can think of three places back home that I would prefer to eat on almost uh, any night. Yo, Portland here, Portland here, slow your roll, okay? <laughs> Hold on, Fred Armisen. Hold on, just two seconds. Right, take that, the glasses off and calm down. Is that because is that because that's what you grew up on? It might be. It's slightly different. Uh, Give us a taste of Portland pizza. I, I think the problem is I think I'm having too much of the the one dollar slices. You know, I, I think. Yeah. Uh, where are we going here, Diener? I don't know. I mean, are we going to the good places or what? Yeah. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? This kid looks malnourished, for goodness sake. I mean, we, we are we are literally we are literally steps away from Joe's Pizza, which That's is one it. of the best places. Joe's will kill it. I haven't had that, and I heard it's amazing. Oh, That's right. He kills the show. And uh, good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Play the cow. Play the cow. What is this? But what was the fun load supposed to be about? <laughs> We're talking about bread and pizza. Like we moved it to pizza. What was the fun load originally? Forget about bread. I still wanted a pizza. But I still wanted to talk about bread. We're past, well, there's bread and pizza. We're moving to pizza now. So what are we doing? Wandy Rodriguez, everybody. There's a Wandy Rodriguez. Wandy Rodriguez. And he feels great about it. He feels so good about it. I didn't take him yet. I hope to get him. You hope to get him? But that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say is there's a great quote by Garrison Keillor, and I don't know why. From Minnesota. From Minnesota, by the way. Where they have great pizza. And, and, And don't jump off that boat. That anybody who doesn't think that the best pizza is that they've ever had is their hometown pizza is a sister. I love that. I, 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 I love that. So I haven't he, had a slice in Lake Washington. I'm not ragging on him. Dean is wrong, but I'm I am. <laughs> so, Steve may not be ragging on him. I, I certainly am. Right. You know, Jay's jumping Joe, on that Joey one too. Just went, on. Joey just went Voltaire, though. I do not agree with your pizza <laughs> with your pizza opinion, but I defend to the death. To have them. I do not like it, Sam. I am. <laughs> Listen, Dean, pizza. You don't know. It's fine. Portland. Don't know. Maybe rain. Don't know. Depressed. <laughs> Think pizza's great. Organic. <laughs> Maybe you get mushrooms, coffee, pizza. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> Here's here's the interesting thing. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. We have a couple of guys from uh, Connecticut. Uh, Jeff, where did you grow up again? The Island? Long Island. Strong Island? We have Strong Island, Brooklyn, though. Scott and I are really Brooklyn because that's where we were raised on pizza. Cal's left the building. I, I don't know. The stitches may have oh, yeah. not. I don't know what happened. Is that his like, rec room? What is that's that? the basement. Well, well, that's, where goes, on, on where goes to, that's where he goes to set his letter. Huh? He, he put a uh, fat head up in the hospital room. <laughs> that's where he goes to set his letter. <laughs> house checking the waiver wire. He'll be on the wire. 
I'm still here. There you are. Are you actually? Cal, you are awesome. I had to go take medicine. <laughs> you know, the sad part is he actually did. Literally. <laughs> he actually just came back and like, I had to go take medicine for the infection that's in my body while you guys are laughing and drinking. I heard everything, though. I heard the whole pizza thing. So we have Long Island people here, Connecticut people, Dean from Joey grew up in somewhere toddy and I mean, could, you know, Tony, some suburb or whatever. I would I would offer one thing, and I don't know if I don't know if the the, the other Jay would agree, but but I have spent 20 years in this city, and I've spent 20 years knocking Connecticut. But I have to say that as, as a practice, right? As a you know, general, as, 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 as a practical matter, almost however, every day. I, I, I hear, I understand what you're saying. However, when it comes to pizza, I am saying what I'm saying in the context of I am making the statement against my better judgment. Like I, I love, I have an unhealthy love for New York City. That being said, as much as New York City pizza is fantastic, whether you're talking about. Grimaldi's, or you know, uh, Grimaldi's is overrated. Grimaldi's overrated. John, thin crust, anyone? Come on, why do we gotta wait in line? Really, we gotta wait that long in line? The joint joint in Coney Island that burned down. What was that one? The top to. That pizza place? No. Um, That was a good place. But but I say this. No, I know. It pains pains me to say, but the truth is that, that, that when Lombardi was throwing his dough in the coal oven, Frank Pepe was doing it at the same time in New Haven. talking pizza and now we are and wait here let's play this Buddy Nello has talked about it a number of times. What are you looking for in a pizza? What is important to you? What are we judging on? Can we talk about what we're judging on? Can we can we specify what what kind of pizza are we talking about? Are we talking about Neapolitan? Are we talking about Sicilian? We're talking about Neapolitan. Just a pot. Sicilian's a myth. Listen to me. You shut your mouth. Dirty mouth over there. All right, Scott. You shut your mouth. You just you don't you shut it. All right. You watch your mouth. Next thing you know, you'll be married to a Sicilian, and you better sleep with one eye open. That's all, <laughs> That's all we heard, right? Coming up, inexplicably. Like, Jess, you're, you're Italian. Yeah, you're Italian. Coming up, inexplicably. We're not Sicilian. So, like, we don't have any... We're... Uh, we're uh, Sundays? Yeah, Sunday. Salerno. Salerno. We're not... You know, Joey, come up with Sunday. Half, though. Half. Good half. Good 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 just a good half. Just a good half. Right, but I'm saying... We were taught, like, with coming up Sicilian, like, you have to be scared of those people. Like, don't ever marry a Sicilian girl. You better sleep with one eye open. They got the knife under the pillow. Like, what does that to say to a 12-year-old? <laughs> it's like my first girlfriend had an Italian last name. I'm like, is she Sicilian? 
I'm like, no, Uncle Vinny, she's not. Good thing. Better sleep with one eye open. I'm like, first of all, I'm 12. <laughs> so we're not doing that. I wish, I, you know, we've talked about it. We haven't. We haven't done anything. That probably fostered the whole Irish-Italian baby boom, right? I mean, <laughs> he's awake. <laughs> I took a minute. <laughs> Let that one sink in. Look at that grenade. Just, Jay just pulled the pin on it, threw it out there. Just let it sink it. That was good. That was very good. The great call on FaceTime, and it was like. <laughs> okay, so pizza. What are you looking for? What makes a great pie? What is it? That you are looking is it the sauce, the cheese, the crust, and we're that's talking about the, that's, that's, that's the trick. Neapolitan. It's all three. I'll start with you. It's all. It's Where are we going? What do you is, want? It is without. It is without question. All What's three. most important? That's a hard question to answer. Because you have to pick one. We ask the hard questions here. Let me get the big one. If, if I really, I mean, I guess if I were really pressed to, to pick the one of those three, it's got to be the sauce. Got it. Okay, so you're the fucking character. Spice? You want a tang? Or do you want it sweet? I want. A, oh, I want. I want, I want a Marzano tomato. That's what I want. How <laughs> you went region? <laughs> Did not see that coming. <laughs> All right. So Wait, I can't. I'm not allowed to say San Marzano on the show. It's right? <laughs> right. a dirty word. So, no, you 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 have to have a good a good quality sauce. That sauce can, that, can, be that, can, that can compensate. I totally agree. That can compensate for an oily cheese. It can compensate for another well, bread. It's got to be the gravy. All right. I disagree Scott. 100%. Scott, I disagree 100%. Scott, I disagree 100%. Hey, oh, let's not talk about Scott that. Scott doesn't care. Scott, Scott is bitch in kitchen. kitchen. What's that about? What's that about? Yeah, you know, I just want a pizza with a little bit of cheese on it. Maybe we try uh, to just have a good uh, organization and, uh, you know, just go out there and try to uh, put the pucks in the net. and uh, you know. <laughs> You know, the Jay next, just passed out from yeah. That's how bored yeah, he was. Next thing you know, you just try to uh, have a good pizza, you know, just uh, put some good sauce on it, and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, the team will come out on top. That's all. You know you know who makes a good pizza? That Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> they make a good pizza, eh? Yeah, that jelly pizza is something that... that, 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 that you, you put the question to me and I answered, so what do you guys think? That's a good organization, that Tim Hortons. They do a good job so, but, with but, the pizza. But, but I think, Scott, where do you go? Scott, you go? I think it's the cheese. I think if the cheese is wrong, then nothing else about the pizza is right. Very fair. If you get a, a chewy or a plasticky cheese, it doesn't have the right taste, it tastes waxy, it's, then then it's disgusting. Like, the whole thing is the cheese. No, okay. I don't believe it. Okay. All right. No, I, look, there's no wrong answer. No, you know, no, 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 that is a wrong answer. <laughs> because if the, if the sauce tastes like I don't like you, it doesn't matter. I mean, but if the cheese is strong enough, it's the right we're, consistency we're, we're and it's saying, the right flavor. The, other, the three elements are there. One stronger than the other, what's bringing you back? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I don't like. I'll tell you what I don't like is, it, is getting a, a soggy limp board. You know what I'm talking about? Sport ball. Uh, you get the, the limp slice. You pick it up and oh, so you're implying, you're implying the dough and the crust. I, I think so. We have a three-way tie. We, we, we real Nobody the likes the limb for the crust. I don't want a slice that needs Viagra. That's right. I don't want a slice but that needs Viagra. But do you understand our dilemma? We know one person said sauce, one person said cheese, and one person said. Uh, thankfully, we have several other people. Right. Je- uh, Jeff, I, th- I think I think I'm actually going to have to go with crust. I think the. We've got the another. Toasted. Properly cooked, 
makes a makes a world of a difference more than anything else. Because that's about technique. Whoa, Jess just got very different. Whoa, it up right now. You want to really next level it. You want to read inside the pizzeria. Read it for colors on the crust. You want something burnt, a little bubble that's burnt. So I love everything that's burnt. And then you want like a really good like brown color, and then you want that natural white color. For me, it's the crust. Thank you. Dropping the mic here. <laughs> Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. You just you just did the the the, the, the mic drop. That was fantastic. Who was that? Who is that? He's a magician. My name is Jeffrey Kellogg. I'm the Manhattan magician. Cal. <laughs> he's a magician. That's all. Literally. He's a literally. Literally. He literally. 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 This was he can do that too. He does bird noises. There's he's available for Marty. Christopher Walken too. He does. <laughs> Solid. Solid. Greg. It's really nice. <laughs> right. You know nothing makes a better radio than magic tricks. <laughs> Dueling Walkins. We have here, Cal. Dude, he does it good. Yeah, he does it really well. He does it really well. Does anyone else have strong feelings on this topic? Or? No, look, he nailed the pizza argument right there. Nailed it to the wall. Well, Steve, you... you Martin did, Luther style. Steve, he nailed it to the wall. Steve, did you really chime in, or were you agreeing with your brother about No, the no, show? Cal and I are going to come at the end. We're the host oh, of the I show. see. I see how this works. <laughs> Everybody's waiting to hear what we have to say. Oh, yeah, no, people are... We're still live, by the way, Cal. Uh, I know. And we are live on Cal. No, no, the don't. Sports bar for grown-ups. Um, we are live at Blue Haven. We'd like to thank them again. We have about uh, eight minutes left in the live show. We're going to uh, take it off here uh, in a couple of minutes. But Whoa, it, hey. hey. Oh. Apologies to Lindsey Buckingham. Apologies to Lindsey Buckingham. Ooh-wee. What's up with that? Um, but a special thanks to, uh, again, to Blue Haven. Go to www.bluehavennyc.com for details. Our next live remote from Blue Haven will be on Thursday, April 25th. The How he loves that date, like he loves Tony Romo over David Garrard, which I will hear about again tomorrow in the office. Uh, <laughs> see, uh, no, uh, Thursday, uh, uh, April 25th. The first round of the NFL draft. We invite you all to come back, guys. Please come back. We're going to watch the first round of the NFL draft here. We're going to have some bloggers here. We're going to have, uh, hopefully, Brian Bassett from thejetsblog.com. We're going to hopefully have somebody from Turn on the Jets. Cal, they've gotten very big. Caparoso. Too big. Caparoso is going to the five live one. We lost Caparoso. But we will have the T-shirts then that night. We will have T-shirts to give away. We'll be taking over the whole bar. We'll be doing the NFL draft. Dearman and Megan don't know yet. I don't know why I did that like Bane. Demon and Megan don't know yet. Bobby Parnell. Bobby Parnell. Take him. He feels great about it. Cal, the Mets fan. Take him his head. Seriously, don't do it. Uh, but no, special thanks to and, and Danielle, our, our server for tonight. It was fantastic. Helped everybody out. Uh, and uh, it, it's been a great time. Once again at Blue Haven, Cal, I miss you desperately. I know. I'll be there next time. I will be there in April. I promise. For a guy without a gallbladder? Oh, I'll be there. You gallbladder or not. You're a little peaked. Um, I'm just saying, you're a little... Get some... Uh, I'm at the end of my rope. 
<laughs> Look, you you have done an amazing job. As Herm Edwards said, he had a gallbladder. I had one. You play to win the game. It's not the Harlem Shake, it's the Harlem Shuffle. That's right. And Jay, thank you. Jay, Jay, Jay Linder, everybody. Thank you. A regular on the show, but tonight, sitting in the big seat. I'm coming back. You can, when you can try to keep me out. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. We're doing shots. We're doing eight. You're coming with. Uh, and, of course, huge thanks to Jay Mafali. Italian. I mean, he's just he's so ridiculously Italian that we're going to do this again. My favorite Simpsons quote ever, Cal. I brought you pizzas. You Why you Luigi, bring you pizzas. Why you got to say that? Um, and, of course, Scott, Jess, Dean, Howie, and Joey. Joey, come here. Joey, get on the mic. Come here. Jojo. Jojo, talk to me. Uh, Joey, the reason that we do these live remotes at Blue Haven is due to you. Thank you so much. Uh, for you, introducing us to Joe, uh, to Blue Haven and stuff like that, and getting that going. And also, how did you draft go? Going, uh, this one guy is unbelievable. He's still taking two minutes on every single pick in the twenty-first round. <laughs> He's that guy. We are going to beat the living crap it's, out of this Starting guy. to flash red. Five, four, three, two. Andrew Kashner. That's what I waited two minutes for. <laughs> Andrew Kashner. JoJo, talk to me. Pizza. Yeah. Where'd you come up? Where'd you, uh, where are you from? The best pizza in the city is um, Da Vinci's in Brooklyn, 18th Avenue, 65th Street. Solid. My parents and like, my mother, like, like. uncle, uncle, they all live around. Everybody's tapping shoulders now. Yeah, good like. you're good. No, no, he's right. No, we forgot good that one. It was like a good pick. You made yeah, we totally draft. forgot about that one. I don't know why we were just thinking good that. Yeah. And uh, so that's the pizza I really grew up on. I was like retarded. Do you hear what I did? <laughs> I grew up on the pizza. Grew up on. He put in a retard, by the way, everybody. Just so we, just so we're clear. Yeah. And we keep up our stellar reputation. Yeah. Um, and, and keeping up with the theme that the best pizza is in your hometown. There was guys from Brooklyn moved out to Jersey called Pean Cones. They just, they just sold, retired. 40 years, Edison, New Jersey. That was the best pizza, really, I ever had. Now, I, I totally can see that. And let, me, and let me, Cal, let me say this. Joey grew up with two of our very good friends. Went to high school with Scoot and Keith. Oh, how do you like that? All in Edison, New Jersey. Yeah. Nice. Someday, Joey, I'm going to have you on the podcast. You're going to tell me and Cal about the great Scoot. What? Nice. What? Hey, this is a live show. Don't anybody panic. <laughs> Hold it. I just turned into Sam McGavin. Or not Sam McGavin. Wait. Sam Okay. I always get him confused with the love book. One moment, please. Gavin McLeod? Gavin McLeod. Yes, thank you. Hold it. Don't anybody move. My old man is six years faster than a jackrabbit on his gate. He bought him my clothes. Uh, but Joey and one of my best friends, a listener of the show. He's an RT viewer. 
Um, <laughs> I have a great story about getting in a fight at GW. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tell that story. We're going to sign off on a live show with about 40 seconds left. Cal, hang out for like 10 more minutes. Can you make it? Yes. <laughs> Poor guy. He's like putting like insulin in. Like, you're going to be next. Can you hang on just for another? Yes, yes I'm fine. <laughs> they didn't tell me the gallbladder controlled all the if we're going to lose the live feed, thank you if you've been listening. Again, thank you to Blue Haven. Uh, go to www.nyc or bluehavennyc.com. Sports bar for grown-ups. Sports bar for grown-ups. You will not find a pong table back here, but you will be able to find a game that is on. On big screens, little screens, in between screens. Nice. Screens? What's the screens? Screens. Like a screen. Like a squiggle. Okay, so we are in the... Cal, we're in RTU overtime. Sudden death? Sudden death, overtime. Jeez, I hope not. RTU. <laughs> After dark. <laughs> A Catholic seven. <laughs> oh, Phil. I just set my lineup. I <laughs> checked the waiver wire. I totally have to set my lineup right now. Rattle the cages. <laughs> so, Joey... Uh, is that were you both at GW at the time? I went to American. He went to GW, okay. and uh, it was uh, we were both basically drunk and 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 failing out of college. Um, and um, so I, I don't remember a ton about the night, but there's this one bar that there's GW bars. They basically stuck to, stuck to themselves in the American bars. Those people they stuck to their own bars. So Scoot like, is going to GW at this point. What is it yeah. like West Side Story? Yeah, it's like that. It's the Sharks and the Jets. Except right. Now, you, you also have to understand... It's the rich Jews and the other rich Jews. <laughs> <laughs> you have to understand, these are, these are two of the least combative human beings you've ever met in your life. That's probably not correct, but Scott is the nicest guy you'd ever meet. Scoot Wilson is the nicest human being you've ever met in your life. And, Joey, you're not a fighter. Let's be honest. No. If, uh, if I, a bomb fight breaks out, I'm not looking for you. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I, I don't know I'm like, that. oh, Joey did it again. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> well, it's Joey. Every time okay, we go. Go anywhere, kid. Go anywhere, that fucking guy. There it is. The, 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 no, no, we're after dark. It's good. We're after dark. That's okay. <laughs> you told me we're after dark. I thought we were in the trust tree, the tree of trust. Yeah. In the nest? No, we're not. It's in the everything, nest. everything good. We, anything goes. We can say all Let's sorts of Let's try not to. My bad. All right. Who's, who's actually watching us or listening to us where that's a bad thing? The people will be downloading it. Got Faith, it. Faithful listeners. 1,500 a week. Got it. Some of them are right and. Now we got <laughs> Now we got to edit stuff. Now we got to. Sorry, Angelie. <laughs> right. Aunt Dolly's going to be very upset. Yeah. Such a nice boy. Yeah, such a nice right. podcast. I always, I always enjoyed listening to it until it jumped that shark that one time he All had right. that so Joey guy on there. You got you two guys as freshmen. Going to different universities, but you know each other from Edison, you know each other from high school, and a bar fight breaks out. Yeah, and basically, we're just, this bar, you could stand outside, and I, I only vaguely recollect it because I was drunk, but the, basically, we were watching an entire brawl happen between half of my school and half of his, his school, while the two of us were, like, leaning up against the building, holding it up, watching it all unfold, right. not even really talking about the fight. Right. You know? <laughs> You know, that's how I remember it. Maybe Scoot remembers it you differently, but it was just like, did like the it's third. kind of messed up, man. So what's, you know, right. how's that? Have you talked to anybody back from, you know, from high school? I'm just, you know, once I went to college, I kind of said goodbye to all that. Do you still talk to anybody? You know? Scoot described it as Scoot covered hockey for a long time for FoxSports.com. 
and he's still cocky to this day. And Scoot described it as, there's a bench-clearing brawl going on, and we're the goalies. <laughs> we just came together because we knew each other, and there's fights and haymakers being thrown and all kinds of crazy stuff going on, and me and Scoot are just like, yeah, so what do you think of the third period, eh? That's just, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, yikes, that guy just got knocked out. That's cool. And they're, they're just angling, and they're making it look like they're engaged in the fight. But they don't want anything to do with fighting each other. Yeah, I don't think it was either one of us. They were not our close friends. Right. You know, it, it, was, it was it was random enough. There was like, you know, that guy's like technically he's my fraternity brother, but like not, yeah. not, not really my cup of tea. I don't feel for him. He leaves me cold. I love that story. I love that. It was really the, the description of two hockey guys coming into a fight and be like, we're not doing this, right? We're not totally, we're totally not fighting. <laughs> My draft is now finished with Russell Martin. No, I'm not doing that. Jojo, I'll pick up my reserves tomorrow. Jojo, we're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap this baby up. We're gonna wrap it up nice in a bow, cow. We're not. I, I do want to before we before we just leave. I have Scott here. Hi, cow. Hi, Scott. I'm so glad you're okay. I'm okay. I wasn't okay last night, that's for sure. Watching that Islander game. Oh, yeah, the... uh... Oh, now we're talking about hockey. That's right. One final thing before we leave. We have Scott here. Is that the worst loss of the season for the Islanders? No, it's not. What is? To me, the worst loss of the season was the overtime loss to the Rangers. That one, I think, hurt the most. I thought you were going to say the bar second. I, I will kill you. I will I will just, I will go off, I will come at you like a spider monkey. That's a bad <laughs> And Jay and Scott are fighting. <laughs> why so, can't we have a nice podcast? Why can't we see? This is why we can't have a nice podcast. No, I think, <clears throat> look, last night they fought hard. They played pretty well. A uh, couple of bad bounces, a couple of pucks going in, going in off guys' butts. You can't really do too much about that. And then... You know, the refs took away a goal and, and didn't blow up away dead. It resulted in the, and the winning goal. another goal. Right. So yeah. I'm not going to kill him for that. To me, the, the probably the worst loss, I got to say, was that Flyers 7 to nothing drubbing at the Coliseum where they just didn't even show up. So, you know, I'm not going to kill him for the loss last night. The Flyers loss to me was the worst because they just didn't even Cal. bother. Cal? I'm going I'm to hold off on killing them until Saturday because – I think that yesterday's loss has the potential to be the worst just based on the next two games that they have to play against the two top teams in the East. Yeah. And, and yesterday may have been the catalyst for the beginning of the end if they lose the next two games. So we're programmed to feel that. I mean, as I, no, we are. As I understand, we're programmed to feel they've blown so many third-period leads. See, yep. they haven't, though. This year they're like 8-2-1 and one going into the third with a lead. It's but just that the ones that they have are terrible. Right, the ones that they did wind up blowing stick in your mind because it's just really frustrating. Yes, exactly. All right, so this is it. This is how I'm wrapping. Cal, you ready for this? It's going to be quick. I think so. <laughs> he looks ready. He looks ready. I, I guess. He's <laughs> totally Todd McShay. Uh, it's exhausting. Uh, all right, what, what do you got? Yes. You, what I'm referring to is, please, if you get a chance, listen to the Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay NFL Draft podcast. Todd McShay sounds like they are asking him to solve the most ridiculously difficult mathematic equation 
with every question. He is so exasperated. So, you know, Mel Kuyper speaks 100 miles a minute. He's like, uh, you know, answer ran a 4345. You know, here's the thing about Ziggy, Mel. Like, it's just like, it's so, he's like, uh, just exact. I can't believe I have to talk about this. Here's the thing. I just, oh, God. <laughs> he's a safety. I just, ah, uh, just, I, look, Todd, we, you, you volunteered to do the podcast. <laughs> Nobody's asking you to figure out the square root of 375. They're just asking you what Latimer ran for a four. 40 times. Cal. Yeah. Two questions. Remember two questions? I do. That was a long time ago. I want to play two questions with Jim Afali and Jay Linder. Okay? All okay. Right. Throw down. <laughs> Bring it. Can we enter a Bring it old Seabrook. Let's go, Brazil. Actually, actually, I just want to like point out where I am from in Connecticut. Where are you from? Where are you from? Again? Bristol? Bristol? Bristol, Connecticut. Uh, Still know nothing about sports, guys. <laughs> it didn't take. <laughs> okay, so here's how the premise of two questions works. You go to, PJ, the bishop, what, came what, up with this. What high school did you go to? Let's get to this. Yes, this is. <laughs> a lady's home for the blood. Um, here's the premise of two questions. PJ came up with this. Give me the one person that we could have them on the podcast right now, you would want to interview. Anybody. Anybody. Eddie Murray. Wait, what? Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray from Hall of Famer, first baseman, Eddie Murray. Yeah. Okay. Jay? Bob Backlund. Wow. <laughs> Did not see that coming. <laughs> Professional wrestler, Bob Backlund? We're talking anybody. No, he. No, no, no. John Lennon. Anybody. is playing. Wait, 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 wait. Living or dead? You didn't didn't say that. You didn't say that. Living or dead. That's true. You you didn't say that. Mafali is playing the Connecticut home card now by bringing Bob back. Ask ask it again. Ask Ask it again. Go ahead. Two questions. As invented by Bishop Pop Culture PJ. He's going to say Lyman Hall. You can interview anyone, live or dead. And you only get to ask them two questions. Period. End of discussion. Ipso facto, you lose. You get nothing. Um, so, one person, two questions. They can be here right now, though, on the podcast. Living or dead. Living they or can dead. be here right now. Who is, who is the person, and what are the two questions that's we right. would ask? That's right. Well, that's a good That's a good one. <laughs> PJ, we all credit to PJ. PJ came up with this. Who's going first? Quickly, gotta be quick. I know like, this is Frank Sinatra. Okay. Well, no, you go from Bob Backlund to Frank Sinatra, really? <laughs> you got to go that jump. <laughs> That's a clear jump. What? He's dead. <laughs> all right, so you have Frank Sinatra here. He's on FaceTime right now, on ready to unload with Callan Pete. because we're Paisan and the chairman and the chairman. You have the chairman. Two questions. That's all you get. What do you got? What was Sammy Davis Jr. really like? I love it. All right. Go on. <laughs> Go on. And uh, got rapid fire. We got him. We just pulled him up on is he, em- is he embarrassed that his, uh, his son was trying to follow in his shoes? All right. Nobody would have asked him. How about that? that? Well done. You. you. 
Jane Linder. This is a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. It's podcasting, baby. Get used so to it. Anyone like, live or dead, who would we have them on? And They're right what now. Two questions They're popping up on FaceTime. You have two questions. That's all you get. That's it. Bob Backlund's waiting. Bob Backlund. <laughs> <laughs> First question. Bob Backlund's in the green room. Like, I, I, like thought, that. I, I thought, thought I was that. getting a shot. Cal just giggled, which means he just Googled who Bob Backlund is. <laughs> no, I know who Bob Backlund is. I imagined him asking the questions, though. You insulted Cal a little bit right A little there. bit. Yeah. Can we bring in Ivan Putsky next? Do you think for a second Cal Polish didn't power. watch wrestling? What Polish power? 79? Well, you know what? I would go with, um, let's see, I would go with Teddy Roosevelt. I like what you've done here. And uh, my two questions would be, how softly are you walking and how big is your stick? My final unload, I want to wish a happy birthday to my father tonight. Happy birthday, Dad, and happy birthday to my little girl tomorrow, Emma, turns seven. So, birthday palooza all around. Happy birthday, guys. Are we getting birthday? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Emma's seven. Thank you.